Hey everyone, welcome back to the TaylorMade Podcast. Before we get started, I just want to remind everyone that we are proud members of the Applaudable Podcast Network. So please head over to applaudable.net and check out all the other amazing creators on our network. And so without further gilding the lily and with no more ado, I present to you this week's episode. Welcome back everyone to another episode of the TaylorMade Podcast brought to you by the Taylors. (laughs) Sorry, that one just, it never gets old. 30 episodes in. It's still great. It's still the best pun ever. Yeah. So we're at the big 3-0 for our episodes this week. Yes. Which is super exciting. Mm. Adam had a really good idea to celebrate our 30th episode by taking another trip down memory lane. Yeah, I guess you could say that in a weird way. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> we started out our podcast by talking about how we met and all the rest of it. If you haven't listened to that, you definitely should. Although, fair warning, I listened to our first episode the other day and I was very, like, cringe. <laughs> so I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but apologize in advance. Yeah. Or in so... retrospect, one or the other. <laughs> we just apologize. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we thought this week we'll go even further back to before we met and maybe we'll talk a little bit about... I guess what we would tell ourselves if we could write a letter to our 18 year old selves with the knowledge that we know now yeah because I don't I don't know if you guys have been the same but this year has been like a massive year of transformation for us huge yeah like even if you didn't hear our tarot reading from last week and that didn't give you a hint yeah (laughs) but yeah it just got us thinking about and like earlier in the year I was talking on here about how I was having a quarter life crisis and it just it got us thinking about the waves that you go through in your life and you know the things that you wish you knew and I'm sure that when we hit 30 ourselves there'll be things that we wish we knew now Now. in our mid-20s that we'll know then but we thought it would be kind of fun to talk about maybe our three things we wish our 18-year-old selves knew that we know now. Yeah, yeah. Um, Just to kind of, I guess, everyone always kind of beats themselves up about the kind of person that they used to be and we just want to talk about how it's natural to be a different person later on. And And it's good. And it's okay that you made mistakes and it's okay that you cringe about it now, like kind of like me cringing about the first podcast because you've grown since then. That's why you're cringing. So yeah. that's a good thing, I guess. <laughs> yeah, no, I definitely agree. I, yeah. I love the way you put that. That's perfect. So yeah, it was Adam's idea. So I'm going to let him go first. Let, and... You're going to let me go. More like you're going to make me go first. <laughs> yeah, well, you made me intro the podcast. So... Well, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yes, Adam, you go first and pick one thing you wish you could tell your 18-year-old self from now. Okay. I guess the biggest thing that I would tell my 18-year-old self is to give myself a break, I guess. Not be as harsh on myself as I was and be kinder just in general because when I was when I when I was 18, I was I had an idea of the kind of person that I should be and that I had to be and I wasn't that person and I was pretty angry with myself because I wasn't. In a way, does that make sense? Yeah, well, yeah. that sounds like you. For yeah, sure. um, no, I'm like. <laughs> are you, are you that kind of person now? Like, what sort of person did you think you should have been? Honestly, I am nowhere near the kind of person that I wanted to be then. I wanted to be quintessential macho guy. Yeah. And yeah. you know everything that that entails, and you yeah. know what? Some people that's great for them. Mm. Um, for me, it doesn't feel natural. Yeah. So. 
I'm not going to be that person. Well, it's not natural for anyone. I think that's what toxic masculinity is. It's men trying to be something that isn't natural and trying to enforce it on other men. So I think it's good that you've come to the realization that you don't want to subscribe to toxic masculinity and that you want to not be that person. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm happier now with the person that I am than I ever could have been with the person that I wanted to be, Mm. if that makes sense. Mm. Yeah. Um, Good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. A ways to go yet before I am still who I want to be now. Mm. Like I'm, I'm, I've, I've got this sort of opinion that the, the, the purpose in life is to try and make yourself the best version of of yourself that you can. Mm. And I'm always working on being better. Yeah. So there's an Oscar Wilde quote, something about a life with arrested growth is like not worth living or something like that. I'll have to find the proper quote. Well, I mean, if if it's anything near that, then yeah. 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 That, I think that's the, the essence of the quote. I don't yeah. think that's the actual words, but... That's really cool. I like that. Yeah. I love Oscar Wilde. He's yeah. the best. <laughs> um, so for you, what's the first thing that you would tell your 18-year-old self? I think I would tell 18-year-old me that I am good enough. Like, I'm worth it. I have worth. I'm not just... I'm not only worthy if I'm meeting up to other people's expectations. I think that would be my number one thing because it's something that I've still struggled with i think it's only this year that i've kind of figured out released myself from that you know but i think particularly when i was 18 i really subscribed to the idea that i was never going to be good enough that there was something fundamentally wrong with me but yeah that was definitely what i remember about being 18 is that that constant feeling of inferiority Okay. To everyone around me, no matter right. who they were. So, okay, that's really interesting. Do you think your eighteen-year-old self would listen to you if you were tried to, if you if you were to try and tell her that? I think I'm the only person she would have listened to. You think so? Mm. Yeah. Why? Because part of that feeling was because I felt like, and we've ta- I've talked about this on the podcast before. I felt like there would never ever be anyone who could truly understand me. So if you know my future self came back and so fully understood me. And told me there was a light at the end of the tunnel and that I was worth it. I feel like... Because I talk about it all the time. I feel like me and my past self definitely would not get on. Mm. Like, I'm not saying that we would be friends. But I'm saying I'm someone who responds to tough love. Even though I sound and look like a soft person, Mm. I respond to tough love. Because I look like I'm rebelling to it at the start, but then I take it and I think about it later. Mm. Mm. Because I, I think about things. Yeah. So I feel like I'm the only person I would have listened to because I'm the only person who knows what I was going through at that time because I was really good at hiding it. Wow, that's really that's really interesting. Mm. And I like thinking about it. Obviously, there's no other way that that would go. Yeah, that's really cool. And like you know me better than anyone else. Like yeah, you don't you didn't know me at eighteen, but you know me now. And I'm a different person to what I was then, but I feel like I'm the same person inside. I've just let that person come out So by believing she's good enough. Okay. So the person that you are now is not much different than the person you are you, that you were at 18, just more confident and you have that sense of self-worth? Yeah. Okay. Because what we're doing with our life now is what I always wanted to do at 18, but I didn't believe I was good enough. I didn't believe I'd ever be allowed to because I wasn't good enough. Okay, that's really interesting. You know? Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's great. <laughs> cool. Well, this is going well so far. What's your yeah. second thing? My second thing, probably don't be so rigid with your ideals mm. because you're a dumb kid. 
<laughs> um, I feel like most people would say that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but the thing is, I had such a huge sense of right and wrong, and that's a good thing, in a way, but it was so black and white, there was no room for shades of grey. Mm. So I think that giving my 18-year-old self permission to find and live in those shades of grey would be hugely helpful to the person that I wanted to become then. Mm. But recognizing and seeing those shades of gray, I would not become that person. Mm. I would become more closer to the person that I am now. And I would recognize that the person that I wanted to be then wasn't good. Yeah. It was, it was too harsh, too rigid. Mm. And I held everyone to such a high standard, including myself because I held myself to that high standard. Whereas now I feel I not live and let live, but, I feel like I don't hold anyone to any expectation whatsoever. Mm. People are just who they are and that's just how it is and you can't change them. Yeah. Which is which is good. I, I like being that person and yeah. So be less rigid in your ideals and yeah. Cool. So it's kind of similar to what you would have said, the first thing you would have said really because it's like... So the first thing that you said was be kinder to yourself and, yeah, I guess in essence, and give yeah. yourself a break. And the second thing you would say is give everyone around everyone you else a, break. a break. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, just be less of a dick. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. Fair. Cause let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. What would my second thing be? What would your second thing be? I feel like almost the second thing would maybe be advice from my 18-year-old self to me now rather than the other way around. Oh, really? Okay. Because I feel like I was a lot braver when I was 18 than I am now. But I think that's almost because I was so naive. You know, I was so sheltered. I didn't. I wasn't aware of any kind... Well, I was aware, but, it, you know, young and bulletproof. Yeah, 10 foot tall like, and bulletproof kind of thing. Yeah, I get that like for what, sure. What I wanted to say was, you know, take more risks. I feel like 18-year-old self me, she would ask me, you know, why did this take you so long? Mm. You know, because 18-year-old me moved to the other side of the world and traveled and literally yeah like I did so much in so little time and I just didn't wait for anyone to do it with me I just mm. did it myself did it yourself, yeah. yeah where now I feel like I I rely a lot on moral support from you know friends and mentors and yeah. you and I think I need to tap more into that independence a little bit more Okay. You know, not in the, not in the unhealthy way that I did then, because mm. it's it's good to need people, but I think just being I want to tap into that brave that bravery mm. that I had then that I I feel like I'm not lacking now, but I feel like I second guess myself now a lot more than I did then. Mm. I get that. Yeah. Um. There's a really great quote, and it's super cliche and super famous. Um. But it's. Uh, courage isn't the absence of fear. It's doing even though it, even though you are scared. Mm, and yeah. yeah, um, I don't, I have no idea. Aslan from Oh, is that, is that, okay. Yeah. Is that where it comes from or is it an older quote than that? I think it's but, an older than that, but that's, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. But yeah. yeah, there you go. Like I've heard so many iterations of that. Um, Harry Potter, Dumbledore says, says it and he's a, problematic character just in general but um (laughs) um yeah no he says uh you basically along the lines of you always have a choice of what is right and what is easy Mm. 
and what is right is not always easy. Yeah. Um, One of my so, favorite yeah. quotes at the moment, um, I'm, I'm thinking about it a lot lately. I don't know why, but um, it was hard decisions, easy life, easy decisions, hard life. Interesting. Okay. You know, which is yeah. similar to what you kind of yeah, said Yeah, then. definitely. I don't know who said it, or I think maybe our business coach said it to us. Yeah, our business um, coach did, did quote it, but I don't know who he quoted it from. Yeah. He definitely quoted it from someone, mm. but yeah. Yeah, I feel like it's definitely along those same lines, mm. and I like it. Yeah, 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 it's that make the hard decisions because they're going to make things easier for you later. Mm. And I think yeah. 18... And it's the right thing to do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think 18-year-old self, my 18-year-old self, was better at that than I am. Yeah. And do you think that that's probably because of the 10-foot tall and bulletproof thing? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And I definitely I, I definitely see that. Yeah. I feel like I suppressed my anxiety a lot then mm. as well. I feel like I had a very, similar to you, like a very rigid... Box that you put yourself box in. Box that I put myself yeah. into and that was my protection. So I mm. wasn't as anxious because yeah. it was like, this is my box. And I moved my box all over the world and I did crazy things, but I was always keeping myself in that box. Mm. You know, I was never putting myself out there creatively. I was never, you know, I was meeting lots of different people, but I was always putting on the same front. I was never showing them who I truly was. Mm. So I didn't have any need for anxiety because no one really understood, like knew me, mm. which was immensely lonely, but it also didn't require me to, I think it allowed me to feel bulletproof because if no right. one knew who I was, then I wasn't really in any danger of being I judged see. or yeah. anything like yeah, that. That makes sense. Yeah. No, I so, definitely get that. You sort of held everyone arm's length. Hmm. And even, yeah. even when we met, you were still doing that in a way. Yeah, absolutely. I wasn't yeah. succeeding as well because I had made some very tough decisions mm. and was dealing with the repercussions of those. Yeah. But yeah, I definitely think 18-year-old me, there's a lot I could learn from her mm. now, even though we're supposed to be talking about what we would tell them. I think I would congratulate her on being as brave as what she was That's because awesome. I don't know if I could do the same thing now as I am. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. That's amazing. Hmm. So is that my second thing? That's yeah. your second thing. So now's yeah, your yeah. third thing. My third thing. Well, sort of a sort of an ongoing theme, I guess, is more. It's actually very similar to something I told my little brother in a in a letter. He's just graduated from high school, and uh, what the high school did was got us all to write a paragraph in a letter to him, like his friends and family. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, uh, I I thought it was really amazing, and I wrote along the lines of just allow yourself to be yourself. And I wish that I had used those exact words because that's so poetic and brilliant, <laughs> even if I do say so myself. Um, <laughs> I would probably tell my 18-year-old self that after the first and the second things I told them, be less harsh on yourself, be less harsh on others. Allow yourself to be yourself because I definitely wasn't allowing myself to be who I was. Like I had a really deep interest in very specific things, but I had nothing outside that because I didn't feel like that was what I should be doing, mm. if that makes sense. Mm. And just telling myself in a very forceful, direct way, no, is this something you're doing for you or are you doing it because that's what you think you should be doing? Mm. Is it is it your choice or is it a choice that someone else has put onto you? Allow yourself to be yourself is something I would tell my 18-year-old self with the knowledge that I have now. Mm. Because I feel like in the last year, maybe two years, probably not even two years, mm. I've really started allowing myself to be myself and your support in that has been phenomenal and I can't thank you enough for that because I could not be the purest version of myself without your support, mm. if that makes sense. Yeah. Because you're so. just so accepting mm. and 
anything that I want to try, you're like, yeah, do it. I'm not going to love you any less. Mm -hmm. And I need that. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I would tell my 18-year-old self that because the last but not least, in fact, the last... If, if, if my 18-year-old self took anything from this, which he probably wouldn't, I would hope that it was those four words. Allow yourself to be yourself. Mm. That's it. Yeah. That's all I really wanted him to know. Mm. But yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So what would the third thing that you would tell your 18-year-old self be? I think it would be... It's similar to yours, but... A little bit different. It would be listen to yourself. Yeah, I guess, because you were were just saying that you don't feel like you've changed in your core Mm. sort of who you are. Yeah, I think the core of me is definitely very similar, but I've just... Grown into it. Grown into it, exactly. And, And it's because, I guess similar to what you were saying with your support and with all of the growth that I've done since we met, I've learnt to listen to that inner voice instead of burying her. You know, because like I said, when I was 18, I had a box that had been prepared for me. I didn't make it for myself. It was there. I had it and I clung to it. And it was my protection because no one really knew who I was. And I was ashamed of who I was. I was Mm. ashamed that I couldn't actually be that box. I was ashamed that that box wasn't just me. And I would tell myself, yeah, don't be ashamed of that. And it's connected to the first one. You are enough. You are who you're meant to be. Just, yeah, listen to you and make those hard decisions. That's amazing. I love that. So it's all kind of connected. It's all yeah, in one. All in one sort of. Thing, all in one yeah. sort of thing, but also three separate things. Yeah. Because if I were to sum it all up into the three succinct points, it would be: you are enough. Congratulations on being so brave. You know, you are brave, and use that bravery to listen to yourself and do what you know needs to happen. Stop being ashamed of who you are. Be brave and listen to yourself. I love that. Yeah. That's amazing. But yeah, no, I. I like that this is our 30th episode. It's kind of... It's retrospective. And we've done quite a bit of that in the podcast recently, you know, listening to Sam and Sarah talk about how they met and kind of hearing the parallel with our own story in a lot of ways. Yeah. And then the tarot reading as well, yeah, you know, <laughs> it was, n- neither of us have ever really dabbled in that too much, but I liked it as a meditative, meditative experience, you mm, know? Yeah. It was just, uh, like I said in the episode, I think it was just really recentering. Mm. It was re- something that it, it definitely helped us to, well, helped me at least to, um, accept and go after what we're trying to do properly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. It felt, it felt good. It felt right. Yeah. yeah. And so like to round it out on 30 to kind of go back and think about not just this year and how it's going and that we're doing the right thing, but to but think our about entire adult lives, like legal adult lives. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So yeah, it's a nice kind of round out at number 30. Yeah. We're kind of thinking about some different ways we can bring different things to you guys mm-hmm. on the podcast going forward. Just as a thought, are you proud of the person that you are now? I hate when people ask me that because I feel like the tall poppy syndrome part of me, you know, that... That classic Aussie... Yeah, yeah. like you don't want to be, you know, stuck up or whatever, but I am I am happy with who I am now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I don't know if I'd say proud exactly because it's not something I ever really think about, but I'm happy with who I am and I'm happy that... I'm finally, you know, putting myself out there and finally doing what I want to do and it's working, you know? Yeah, I get that. That's awesome. And yeah, I'm happy with that. That's so good. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. What about you? Yes. Mm. Um, un- un- unequivocally, yes. 100%. I'm so proud of who I am mm. because I like me. Mm. <laughs> On a good day. Um, yeah. yeah, most days I like me. Yeah. Other days, yeah. 
I'm still a dick. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, no, 100%. I'm, on average, very proud of who I am. Mm, good. Yeah. That's good. I'm glad. And it's because of the growing that I've done. Yeah. But yeah, to bring this podcast back to you guys and who you're listening, I guess part of why we wanted to do this episode is because to hear other people reflect makes you reflect as well. And I think if listening to us has helped you think about your 18-year-old self and how far you've come and to give yourself a little bit of compassion and kindness and some credit for what you've been through, Mm. whether you are 18 now or whether you're in your 30s, 40s, 50s or same age as us, as long as you're thinking about how far you've come and remembering that you're human and we all go through phases and changes and we all live. (laughs) Yeah, I guess... Yeah, actually, I'd really love to hear what some people yeah. would say to that 18 year old self. That would be amazing. Yeah, yeah, that would be so good. So we would love to hear that as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, if you can, if you guys can uh, send us a message with just one thing that you would say to your 18 year old self mm-hmm. if you had the chance. Even if you're listening to this podcast like years from now. You yeah, know, still send send, send it through. Send it through. Yeah. We'll love to see it. Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. Thanks so much for listening this week, guys, and we will talk to you next week. Bye. Hey everyone, we hope you enjoyed today's episode and if you really loved it, what you can do to help us out is share it with your friends or on your socials. Everyone loves a really good show recommendation and if you do decide to share us online, we'd love if you could tag us. Thanks so much. Everyone always talks about hand-eye coordination, yet no one ever mentions hand-mouth coordination.